Hi, it's Milton. I'm starting a new script analysis class on the 20th of April, Wednesday. The class will meet for six weeks from 5 to 6.30. Script analysis is meant to help us look at the text of a play and figure out what exactly do I look for in order to make these talented choices that I want to make. For more information about the class, email us at scriptanalysisclass at gmail.com. Scriptanalysisclass, one word, at gmail.com. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Okay, the one thing I just wanted to talk about today was having a clear impulse for any work you do. So, in other words, why or what's going on? I mean, it's actually something that feeds you experientially. If you're doing a monologue, let's take the devil's monologue from Don Juan in Hell. And the devil is talking to Don Juan and Donna Elena. And so the words are, have you walked up and down upon the earth lately? I have, and I have examined man's wonderful inventions. And I tell you, in the arts of life, man invents nothing. Okay, so that's the beginning. of I love that I chose something with the longest sentence in history. But the thing about it is, it's not just a matter of starting from nothing, from no emotion, from nothing, so that what you're doing is getting the dialogue, getting the text. It's a matter of something must be going on that helps you earn the text. One time I might try, you're insane. Have you walked up and down the earth lately? I have, and I can, t right? Or another time, it might be as I play with it, you have no idea what you're talking about. Have you walked up and down the earth lately? In other words, I think you need to make sure you are in some mindset in order for the text to appear. And the thing about it is, let's say I liked, open your eyes, people. Have you walked up and down the earth lately? I have. And I have examined man's wonderful invention. Okay, so now I like, open your eyes, people. All right, so the next time I do it, what I don't do is recite it as if, oh, I liked it the last time. I'll just use that. Okay, open your eyes, people. Have you walked, you see, the problem is I'm not saying it in a way that I'm going to do it. I mean, what Stella said about the way you say the action is the way you'll do the action applies to absolutely everything. The way you talk about the character is the way you'll do the character. You have to develop a different way of presenting material when you're an actor. 
because otherwise you were reciting something. Does that make sense? So would you say aloud the different way you want to say it before you try to do it so you can make sure you're doing something different than reciting, right? If you do it one way and then you want to do it a new way. If you want to do yes. First of all, if you're trying to figure out different things, you know, if I'm shopping for choices, let's say, and some text, Teo has an audition. When are we putting that audition on tape, Teo? The one that you said that uh, there's, I, I can't find any character there? I don't know. They said middle of next week. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, so Deo sent me a text, and he said, he said, I can't seem to find any character here. (laughs) And I wrote it, and I wrote him back, and I said, it's because there isn't one. Greg and I have a joke going on now, because he, he now has either his third or fourth audition, where he's supposed to use a British accent. And it's like the one thing he didn't do in drama school. It's like there was a class where they did accents, but he didn't, I don't know. He went to the mall that day or something. So he, he never learned a British accent. And oddly enough, his audition for Kite Runner, which had a kind of Afghanistan, Pakistani, he did very well. But British? Anyway, he has another one. And so I said to Teo, I think you should do it with a British accent. But here's the thing. In that particular audition, they have given him absolutely nothing. And it's also terrible text. I mean, it really is embarrassingly terrible text. It's almost like, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Are you coming with me? Probably. Are you sure? I'm not so sure. I mean, it's just... It's endlessly horrible dialogue. So the thing about it is, what I suggested was, as I was wandering through, he was deathly ill last night, or yesterday as he was walking out of the house, I had an idea. I said, take a Hugh Grant slant on it. Kind of charming, seductive, charming, with a little bit of fun. Okay, so because I thought if if you've got nothing, why not do that? But the point is, however you do it, however you try it, you want to talk out your preparation to lead into how you're doing it. It's almost like you talk out the preparation, there's a breath, and then you do it. So that the preparation leads in to if you will, the performance of the text. The tendency is, and I've noticed this with all of you, if you like the first time, when you do it a second time, you repeat the preparation as if the action is to repeat the preparation. When you know you're in the ballpark, if I dare use that term, you just adjust it. You know, I like, let's say, for my devil's monologue, I like open your eyes. So maybe the next time that I do it, I I say to myself, "I, I, I don't know what's happening here. Have you walked up and down the earth? And the only reason I'm doing that is to force myself 
to keep it fresh. It's almost, God, I hate to use the word trick, but it's almost a trick. I just make a slight variation, and as long as I am, I have earned the way that I say it, I'm still in the same ballpark. A part of the discipline is not to repeat what you've already done. In fact, you actively don't repeat what you've already done because I've already built that. I already own that. If I were doing a really big thing of my of my Shaw monologue, I might say, I walk around the earth and all I see is violence. I, I look at the people who are attacking the capital, and they have guns. And now they're thinking that it's okay and that that's what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, have you walked up and down the earth? Okay, see, so I go really, really wide. When I come back to it, because now I've chosen that particular for whatever reason, that when I go back to it, I said, you know, I look around and I'm shocked at what's happened to people. I need less. You see, I need less and I'm there. I, I, need, I need less. I already own what I have built before and it doesn't take as much. So one or two things happens. Sometimes when I'm building the past, every time I go back to it, I find something new. But when, as I approach and I get beyond the rehearsal period, I start to focus in. It takes less and less. People are scary. Have you walked up and down the earth? That's all it took. So I built it wide. Sometimes I built it a little wider. But the more I did it, the more I own that experience and it takes less for me to like walk into that phone booth, morph into that circumstance. It takes less and less and less for me to immerse myself in the given circumstances of my play, of the world I'm in. So, the purpose of the preparation is to get me in that mindset, if you will, so that I can walk into it. Hell, by the time I open, and listen, Eugene O'Neill wrote one comedy. It's called Our Wilderness. It's the comedy version of Long Day's Journey into Night, comedy version being a kind of loose thing, but it's Long Day's Journey into Night, he wrote his family. I, Wilderness, he kind of wrote his fantasy family. Same people. Anyway, Kira Sedgwick played the girlfriend of Eugene, Muriel, I think was her name, when they did it at Yale Rep. And they ran it in Rep with Long Day's Journey into Night. And playing Mary and James were Jason Robards and Colleen Dewhurst. And they were in both plays, Our Wilderness and Long Day's Journey. And so Kira told me, she said, I was standing off stage watching them. 
because she said, I always felt like maybe I should spend the day in character. And that, you know, and, he, and she said, and you got to understand, Colleen Dewhurst, I, I saw Colleen Dewhurst do an O'Neill play, God, in the 70s, and I still remember, Moon from the Misbegotten, I still remember it. I mean, she was one of the most incredible actresses that ever walked on the stage. Anyway, Kira said she was standing off stage watching them just before their entrance. She said, Colleen turned to Jason and said, oh, God. One of the kids told me the funniest joke earlier today. And so she told Jason what this joke was. The two of them laughed. And the stage manager said, curtain going up. The two of them paused. And they walked on stage as the Tyrone's after breakfast. It took that much to get into long day's journey in tonight. You know, so living all day with it, anytime anybody writes about that, I keep thinking to myself, that is beyond insanity. Hey everybody, it's Walker Vreeland, producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class. The podcast is conceived and hosted by Milton Justice, and our music is provided by Jeffrey Keezer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And thanks so much for listening.